Even when we're on a budget, we still deserve nice things. Quince is a place to scoop up stunning high-end goods for 50% to 80% less than similar brands. They have buttery soft cashmere sweater starting at $50, luxurious Italian leather bags, and so much more. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get the high-end goods you'll love without the high price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com slash style for free shipping and 365-day returns. When you're ready to pop the question, the last thing you want to do is second-guess the ring. At BlueNile.com, you can design a one-of-a-kind ring with the ease and convenience of shopping online. Choose your diamond and setting. When you find the one, you'll get it delivered right to your door. Go to BlueNile.com and use promo code LISTEN to get $50 off your purchase of $500 or more. That's code LISTEN at BlueNile.com for $50 off your purchase. BlueNile.com, code LISTEN. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Did you know cats tend to hide symptoms of sickness and pain? I learned this the hard way after losing my cat, Gingy. So I created Pretty Litter, a health monitoring litter that helps detect early signs of illness by changing colors, saving you money and potentially your cat's life. Pretty Litter is veterinary and developed, and it's the easiest way to keep tabs on your fur baby's health right at home. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. What is going on, everybody? My name is Cutter Lawler. Welcome back to a week of Weird News Wednesdays. This is the Heroes for Hire podcast. We are back again talking all the strangest news stories from around the world. We talk about the news that the real news is too afraid to talk about. As always, I am joined by my partner in crime, Mr. Sean Mead. Sean, how's it going? I'm good, Connor. Did you know I was born on a Wednesday, by the way? So it's it's like I was born to do this show. <laughs> Doesn't fucking sound like it. Hey, that was a... Connor, that hit every mark of one of our classic intros. You throw it to me, I say some nonsensical bullshit, and I reveal something about my personal life. That's how weird news goes. I'm just in that mood. I'm in a no-and. A, a no-and mood. It does make comedy uh, difficult, per- but we'll do our best. Perfect for comedy. No, you're wrong, and now my joke. This will be better. Actually, this is this is maybe the earliest tangent ever. Have you seen Extras, uh, the TV show Extras with Ricky Gervais? The, with the Ricky Gervais one. Have you yeah. seen the clip where Liam Neeson wants to get into stand-up comedy? Yes, yes, I have. <laughs> it, I, I, it popped up the other day, and one of the things that he says is, "No, no, no, we're doing improv. You created a backstory that you hadn't consulted me on, and just that's <laughs> sometimes you take that mood in the show." <laughs> Isn't that the one where he's like, my whole family died in a fire or like through illness or something? He just keeps saying really horrifying things. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, man. And Liam Neeson, we got to respect him. He's he's from here. So and he kills a load of people in Paris that one time his daughter got kidnapped. Huge amount. Maybe too many. Nobody's left. Nobody's left. Sorry, this is this is (laughs) this is weird news. What do we do here, Sean? You have spent a week gathering all of the weirdest news stories from around the world. You're about to read them all out to me, a man who has been too busy going on a hunt for vengeance for his kidnapped daughter to look at any weird news. How many people would you kill if your fictional daughter was kidnapped? Infinity people. <laughs> I would kill everyone I came across before she was Even brought to safety. Even the people trying to help. Even the people trying to help 
they're all accessories as far as I'm concerned. <laughs> What's your uh, mode of kill? My mode of kill? I'm yeah. a piano wire kind of a man. Ah, oh, yeah. You're yeah. always sneaking I, up behind people. No, no, no. I grab a bundle of piano wire and I stab them through the chest with it. <laughs> My God. <laughs> the perfect crime. <laughs> and then, you, I mean, you got to call yourself the key man, surely. Oh, yeah, the, the key man, uh, uh, or, the piano man. Uh, kill Toven. Kill, oh, very good. I'll be Bach, maybe. <laughs> I'll uh, be Bach, <laughs> yes. And what I do is I plant a bunch of piano repair tools on their body, so it looks like it was just a terrible workplace accident. You, so you t- uh, but when they check their work, actually... What's and there if- to check? It's an open and shut case. <laughs> piano wire, don't piano worry, tools. What are we doing Sergeant, here? Don't worry. There's nothing to see here. It's clearly a guitar. It's a piano yeah. fix gone wrong. Everyone knows Sorry, that. I should, I should say as well, all of these uh, killings take place in the early 1920s. Ah. Uh, when forensic technology is not at its best. <laughs> A little bit of time travel in the murders. <laughs> oh, I've developed time travel. Yeah, my uh, daughter. I say it like my daughter was kidnapped. She was brought to the past. <laughs> this is the worst plot of any movie ever. But also, I'd fucking watch it. Plot twist: Future me kidnapped her to stop me from doing all of those killings. Because future you actually hates the piano. Yeah, yeah. Have you seen Looper? Future you's wife is killed by a falling piano and so he spends the rest of his time to go back in time to kidnap young you's daughter to bring her back to the 1920s. I'm trying to kill the man who created the piano but I'm not sure when the piano was invented. Babe. So you keep killing yourself. Yes, that's, that's, the, that's the plot of my life. Oscars, we're coming for you. <laughs> I would like to be played by Paul Mescal, please. Of course, of course. Mullet or no mullet? Oh, mullet, please. Oh, bu- all day mullet, all day. Anyway, look, Sean. Sorry, this five minutes in, what are we doing? may actually be the worst episode we've ever done. It could be We've talked ten. about this, though. Weird news has stopped being, oh, it's just weird news. Weird news is now, let's have a chat for a I'm minute. horrified that this might be somebody's first episode. Like, people who've been here a while are like, Movie Monday's Hero Zero, Structure. Everything's in place. We're news. Yeah. Nothing. Just there. Lunatics running the asylum. Here's the thing. If it is your first episode, mm-hmm. leave. Quit now. <laughs> <laughs> I thought you were going to say leave a like. No, 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 no. no leave. No. <laughs> leave. Be gone. <laughs> Genuinely, we don't want you here. <laughs> you won't. You won't get it at this point. <laughs> We don't get it. And you certainly won't. Um, (laughs) So, Sean, we're starting off this week in the only place that we could start. And that is missing life-size Shrek statue puzzles police after monstrosity vanishes without a trace. It's a big statue to go missing, isn't Mm -hmm. it? How tall Mm -hmm. is Shrek on average? Oh, six foot five. You want to say six foot five? I'm sure this is a documented thing, isn't it? Seven foot two. The, the, the wildly different heights you're 16 foot 11 he's an ogre so I'd wager he's bigger than a human yeah uh, uh, so Shrek is between 7 and 8 feet tall that's that's not specific enough by the way me. he's created you could just t- 
tell us exactly the height, Google. I, I mean, there's yeah. definitely somebody that drew him to be a certain height. Like, there's a bunch of stuff where they, like, compare the pixels between, like, Shrek and Prince Charming and Lord Farquaad and the, and, and the moon and the, They're like, well, this is all seems a bit fake, guys. <laughs> the shadows, they're in different directions. Well, <laughs> telling <laughs> Shrek. So, it, we'll say, let's go, let's go seven and a half feet. So, a seven and a half foot tall Shrek statue yeah. went missing. Uh, it's the disappearance of the life-size Shrek. Now, what I want you to do is I want you to look up the life-size Shrek statue because it's genuinely, no matter how ugly you think it is, imagine it worse. I was going to say, is it faithful to the adaptation? Um, well, that's up to you to decide, Sean, really. If- oh, that's unpleasant. <laughs> oh, it's un- oh, it's like too... Okay, so what I will say, and look, not to make apologies this early in the show... Uh, mm-hmm. But this looks more like the Shrek that is from the book that Shrek is adapted from. Because Shrek is a book, by the way. Br- yeah. It's a, it, so it looks like someone took the book character to life and adapted that. It's still horrifying, <laughs> but it's lower accurate. But it's literature, <laughs> literature at this point, so maybe we should accept them. It's fine art, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, 91 kgs, by the way, who is. Fucking um, hell. <laughs> Jesus. I, what is that in pounds? Um, I, they're calling it the Shrek napping. Um, and it has bu- baffled authorities in the US with the hat Connor, police. Go on. 200 pounds. <laughs> It's baffled the police department in Massachusetts, calling on whoever stole the ogre um, to return him to his swab, they said. Oh, okay. Uh, Um, Don't try and be relatable, please. Don't try. Don't try to do that. Um, But the DreamWorks character has been stolen, Sean. Over 200 pounds, 91 kgs. Somebody came along, decided they wanted that Shrek statue more than life itself. Kidnapped him in, I'm assuming, the darkness, in the night, not to be seen. Took, took him somewhere far, far away. Interesting. Oh. Interesting, mm. yes. Um, yes. I'm thinking of, that's a nice boulder. That's <laughs> my... <laughs> okay, let's think, let's, let's, let's... Okay, so first of all, Shrek, massive meme on the internet. Yeah. Just, I would say top tier meme. I, I definitely think it's probably like top four or five in terms of yeah. just like the most like it's in universal recognition mm-hmm. like the whole thing um, so by putting a you know a 200 pound cement Shrek statue in your garden you're kind of making yourself a target I would mm. say if you're mm. in any close proximity to a pub where people of the ages of 18 to I would say 42 are based you're you're like you have a target on your back. <laughs> Apparently, they've organised a team to go on a Shrek hunt <laughs> to try and find them. <laughs> like the wait, so like the hunting party at the start of Shrek One that hunts down Shrek. Basically, they're they've gone hunting him with I'm assuming sticks that are on fire and um, maybe some sort of long pole, maybe yes, a trident yeah, yeah. of some sort. A trident? You mm-hmm. think you think King Neptune is? I'm thinking Neptune showing up just for a laugh. <laughs> Why just the Shreks? Like, there's not looking in the picture. There's nothing else around it, mm. which raises further questions to me. Because if you have the dedication to erect a Shrek statue in your garden, surely you do some of the other characters as well. 
Well, I suppose if you spend all of your money on a two hundred pound Shrek statue, which probably cost a pretty like a pretty penny to get that up um, and designed from scratch. That, lad, I'm going to be honest. It doesn't look like it was commission work. <laughs> like it looks like genuinely. I think someone just made it. Yeah, but that's even more impressive. Where did they get the big slab to do it? With? I no, no, no. You'd put you'd you'd pour a cement form and maybe chisel some. Oh of that yeah, the old casual Shrek cement form that you can get. That's more believable than fucking <laughs> carving it out of marvel, you Michelangelo motherfucker. <laughs> In my head, they're like perfectly carving it out and painting it. Like the intricate muscles of Shrek and everything. (laughs) Um, So, I mean, here's the thing, right? This kind of brings up the question, Sean. Back in the day, they used to think that we'd have flying cars. They they used to think we'd be very hyper-advanced at this stage, 2023. Yeah. What if we had told 2002 version of us to be like... There's going to be a statue. There's no flying cars. But the most evil thing someone could do is steal a 200-pound Shrek statue right from under the nose of some unsuspected victim. Yeah, like, it's it's mad that this is news. That a statue of a children's character... Like, this is worldwide news. <laughs> that the Shrek statue has been stolen. Um, also, frankly, if someone is able to just take a 200 pound statue and run with it they kind of deserve it i would say <laughs> if you can get that out there or like reverse a truck in and get it onto that and then get it out of there without being seen i think you deserve it i think it should be a case that whoever owns the shrek statue is king of the town and then you have to try and defend that statue that's that's an, an interesting. Does Shrek become king in the Shrek movies? Um, no, but what I can do, Sean, is in this article, uh, they clearly needed more words because you know articles are given the people who write the articles given money for the amount of words. They maybe have to hit six hundred, seven hundred, and ultimately Shrek being stolen doesn't take up a lot. So right. Shrek, who enjoys hanging out at swabs and. <laughs> The 1990 ba- 1999 banger All Star by band Smash Mouth <laughs> shot off. to fame in the 2001 DreamWorks film named after its titular lead character. The films parody what? other fairy tales and launched a string of sequels, Sean. This, you might not know this. What and person spin- who clicks on this article doesn't know all of this, though? And spin-off movies about the antisocial territorial ogre and his friends. <laughs> It's like it feels like, but it also feels like that. Whoever wrote this article watched maybe the first ten minutes of. They're in the back of the DVD case, and then just copy and paste that yeah. into the article just for 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 search engine. Terms, I like the idea really. that so as you said, nobody somebody clicks on this article without knowing who Shrek is, without realizing yeah. why this is funny. And then going, huh, a 2001 movie. Never even heard of that. The, yeah, like, I, and I'd wager, like, my granny has seen Shrek at this point. Like, so there, there's a. I mean, everyone has seen Shrek 2, I Need a Hero, the montage. Oh, sure, if you the, haven't, not only you haven't the best version of that song, not only the best music video for that song, the best sequel, I would say probably better than the first. I I mean I'm gonna come in and say yes yes it's yeah. better to, it's the greatest sequel of all time fuck off aliens Terminator two get out of here Shrek two is where it's at 
the the the, the force awakens. Uh, no, no, that wasn't the best. That wasn't the best one I could have picked. <laughs> that wasn't. That uh, wasn't good. Force awakens was the first one, wasn't it? It was a, that's still kind of a sequel. Yeah, okay. Um, Sean, I wanted to move on from Shrek, though, because what we, we also have... What we Emotionally, I can't. Um, what we also have is we've got one of our classic Sean Solves. Now, Ooh, we've okay. covered we've covered several, several topics in this new segment that has only arisen in the last few months. Um, yeah. And you have solved... I, I mean, many different cases in many different ways. Um, no, yeah, there's, there was the, 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 the wedding with dogs. Yeah. Uh, there was the stinky girlfriend. Um, there was... What was the... What was, there was a one recently that I think I did really well in. Which, oh, the, 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 the birthday cake. A husband bought a birthday cake and his wife stopped talking to him and slept yeah. on the couch. So, I uh, mean, if anyone doesn't know what this is, so every, uh, everywhere you normally see those agony ad articles where people write yeah. in with their questions and an expert, a genius, somebody with intelligence solves the problem. What we've done is very cleverly turn that concept on its head in which somebody yeah, well, with a lack of intelligence will try well, to solve... The, that's not the spin for this. <laughs> what? Will try to solve your problems and make them worse. <laughs> so... <laughs> no, I'm going to solve your problems. All of your problems. Don't send me actual problems. Please, no, seriously, God. like divorce or something. I will have shit, a like. panic attack. <laughs> <No>. <laughs> like if you're going through a difficult time, don't message us. Yeah, no, we're not the people for that. Honestly, <laughs> honest to God. Um, Sean, here's yeah. your new case that you're working on. Um, okay. This is your Horatio moment in CSI Miami before the Who come in. Um, my girlfriend invited her pals on a romantic trip for both of us, in which I pr- planned to propose on. So I left early. Wait, as in left for the trip early? Or no, 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 no. So the case is this, right? The man who remained anonymous decided that he was going to bring his lovely girlfriend on a romantic trip away and without telling her had planned the proposal. He'd, he, he, he had the ring. He'd re- he was ready okay. to go. Um, and he planned the trip for several months beforehand. Right. She knew several months beforehand and they decided to go skiing and snowboarding and other winter activities. At this time, risky of year. proposal site, I will say. Risky, but good Instagram post. If you get it right, Ver- with, and you don't break true. both your Very elbows true. in a fall, it's going well. Um, <laughs> so the activities seemed perfect, and I was looking forward to this for months because I wanted to propose to her at the end of the trip as well. Maybe unbeknownst to her. Yeah, g- generally, it's usually a surprise. Mm-hmm. He added that five days before the trip. She then informed her, this had been planned for months, Sean. She then yeah. informed him that she had invited two of her friends to tag along on the trip. He's not happy, Sean, as you wouldn't be if you'd planned the proposal. But you hadn't told her, but you, I mean, you had see, planned this is it. the thing is that she didn't know. <laughs> it's like she didn't know what she was doing there. I, I now. I was upset because I wanted to spend one-on-one time with her for her anniversary. Yeah. <laughs> oh, it was the anniversary as well. <laughs> oh, no. Oh, man. I figured, oh, lad, she look, does at not this point, to get he's like, right. He's taking out, he's taking out his feet at this stage. So he's like, I figured that we could make some changes that the friends yeah, can yeah. come along. 
and we would still be able I would still be able to propose to her privately probably on the last day of the trip maybe we go off for a day together Just go off on a day together yeah. maybe on the day of your anniversary exactly. why not perfect However, when the time came for the trip, he was disappointed as his girlfriend spent most of the time with her friends and he could not propose privately as she spent nearly every day hanging out with them and not him. Okay. Hmm. Okay. I want to hear your view on this as well as a man who has done a propose. Uh, (laughs) I'm not the expert. No, no, no. (laughs) Connor, you're the expert to me. But, okay, here's the thing. You can't be mad at her for in interrupting the proposal mm-hmm. that's not on her she didn't know that was happening true now the inviting people along with five days to go without consulting you on an anniversary holiday booked on, on an anniversary events. trip that had been planned for months that is bad form i would say mm. that you can have a problem with mm. maybe say it maybe voice those concerns at the time in like a passive aggressive way like under your breath don't actually say how you feel but like no just bottle it all up just bottle it up and then over maybe a few months period every so often just lash out just a random just Just overreact to really minor issues that don't really seem to be the main cause of your problems and to the point where if you revealed what was making you angry it's even weirder because why have you held it in for this long now, <laughs> so... Don't do what we just but, said. Go on. Don't do any of that. But, like, real talk, uh, I don't think this lady wants to get engaged. <laughs> real talk. We all us Everyone huddle in, right? Everyone huddle uh, yeah, in, right? Yeah, come on, guys. So here, come here's on, the take. Bro. I think she knew the proposal would come on this trip. Yeah. She brought the friends yeah. with her. He does not sound like a subtle man, is what I'm trying to say. <laughs> she. So here's the thing. After three days of being in second place, I decided to leave the trip and head home early. I told her why I was leaving, and she was upset. She told her friends about my decision, and they all ganged up on me. They said they were all having a great time. Why was I rude in it? Um, she thinks I'm, making, I'm being a jerk for making her pick between her friends and me, even though her friends weren't invited in the first place on the anniversary trip. Um, I never had personal issues with her friends prior to this trip, but now I'm not feeling great. Look, uh, look, okay, silver lining. Oh, look, I, I, I don't know what state their relationship has been in or anything like that. But look, at, at least you know. You know you're not going to propose to the wrong person, mm. um, but but it's I I so wait so he told his girlfriend that oh I was going to propose to you on this trip. You invited your friends along, and you've you have we haven't had any time together. It's not really clear how much he revealed. Maybe he just revealed he was unhappy. That I think he probably just revealed. I'm unhappy that they're there because I'd like to have spent time with the two of us. And that's when it broke down into, you don't want me hanging out with my friends. You want me to pick you over my friends. That kind of okay. stuff. Yeah, yeah. This this lady does not want to be in a relationship with him anymore. <laughs> <laughs> Real talk. 
everyone just huddling. Guys gather in here. Uh, yeah, no, that, that, Ooh, that relationship's you're, over. You're not having a good one, lad. You are not having a good one. Um, no, if it's your anniversary and you've planned a trip for your anniversary yeah. and five days beforehand, yeah. two extra people just get fucking brought along. Can I just uh, make it like... Uh, I'm just going to scenario up this, right? You and yeah, yeah. You, maybe you have a lovely girlfriend, okay? Um, mm-hmm. And you're going off on a trip together. Uh, this is you, yeah. Sean, by the way. Um, oh, I do have a lovely girlfriend. <laughs> yeah, okay, right. You're going off on a trip together for your anniversary, okay? Yeah, um, it was last week. And, oh, well done. Congrats, Thanks. right? <laughs> and, but, <laughs> um, but anyway, yeah, you're going away. And then it's been planned for months. This is all oh bad. This is a big anniversary. Yeah. We're big trip as well. Big, like, big trip. trip. We're going off to the Alps. Five days oh before, God. you tell her I'm coming too. <laughs> <laughs> How did that go down? I'm bringing Connor along. <laughs> did I not tell you, Connor? I think um, I think I'd be single. I definitely. I think yeah, you'd be thrown out of a plane. <laughs> no, she'd wait till we were on the mountain. And I'd get. I'd, I'd encounter some obstacles on the way down. Yeah, yeah and you'd yeah, have yeah, a scenario yeah. where you're about to fall and you like reach out your hand like help me and then there's a moment where like the flashback in her head is you saying yeah. the words I'm bringing Connor along and then she has that <laughs> second she's like maybe not <laughs> she's between us on the flight and we're just doing we're just riffing the whole time we're news <laughs> it's like a live episode <laughs> and we're just like did you hear the story and you were like I did I was on that episode with you no way <laughs> <laughs> We just do the same bits over and over, over and over, over again. I think that'd yeah. go down really well. So, I mean, that in that scenario, even if it wasn't the anniversary trip, just even a general trip, if yeah. you said five days before, I'm bringing Connor. That, that's the thing. It's the I'm bringing. It's not, hey, would it be cool if Connor came along? Mm. No, it wouldn't. Fair enough. Mm. You know, it's but it's the, oh, they're coming too, by the way. Five I, days beforehand. I think the, this lad might have to accept that maybe his girlfriend probably doesn't want to get engaged to him. No, I would say not. And probably maybe doesn't want to be in a relationship either. Mm. Mm. Uh, but mm, I like it. Look, it's tough. And that's not, look, that's not a funny result to come out with this story, <laughs> by the way. That's like, it, that funny. sucks. <laughs> <laughs> but like... Take a hint at the end of the day. I, I think, right, wait till she walks in through the door, okay? Mm-hmm. Don't even say hello. Just immediately just stand up and say, we're true, you absolute, just ridiculous human being, and then start throwing socks out the window. That's the only logical, reasonable response. Then bottle up all your emotions over maybe a few years, get into a different relationship, and maybe bring this trauma with you, and maybe that'll make you a better person. Sean, what are your thoughts? Oh, yeah, like, start going on just random dates every now and again. Just bring this up date one, this entire (laughs) scenario. Address it all. Show them the Reddit post. Have, have like, you ever been to the, the Alps? Is the intro question. Do you like Toblerone? Uh, fuck. Oh, no, you bastard. How many friends do you have? <laughs> Would you ever bring them on holiday? But, like, suddenly. Like, it was planned to say, yeah. hypothetical. Hypothetical. Just in a very scenario, like, if we were going away on March 17th, and, like, yeah. and then we booked it in November 12th, right, at 4pm. Um, it was a Wednesday. We were kind of at home. You were off work We were day. dating for seven years as yeah. well. 
hypothetically, hypothetically. What would you do? Well, could, 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 could that work, do you think? <laughs> should I go and fucking return this ring? <laughs> so we're saying... Um, <clears throat> the only solution here is that either it's just straight up breakup, or is there any hope for this relationship shot? Maybe we need some well, positivity here. It, the, the, the 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 thing. Okay, so maybe it could work, and you try and plan a different proposal. But what you need to find now is the line of how much you'll put up with and still propose. Mm. Because yeah, okay, spending all the time with two other people instead of you on your anniversary trip. That's the line where you're like, maybe this isn't the proposal. Propose, propose to one of her friends. For, oh, that's interesting. That's in, that's a that's a bold move right there. <laughs> and just be like, oh, you're wearing a ski jacket and goggles. I couldn't. I tell thought the we difference. were now all in a relationship. Did I, I thought read that's this, what this wrong? Trip was about. Oh no. <laughs> oh no. Then you're off the hook. But Perfect. like, what if what if you go to the ski lodge, right? Mm. And I've filled it with all of your exes and they keep bumping into you would you still propose in that situation what if every so often when you're skiing a bird just flies into your kneecap yeah why and so you can't bend your knee yeah so are you going to propose then you You can't you can't can't uh, can't do uh, it medically it's advised against the, also, if I ever went skiing or snowboarding, hundred percent, I am being flown home, dangling from a helicopter. I wouldn't let you go if you said to me I was going. I would say no, you're not going. No, I'm not. Uh, there's no way I survived that. Right? I, I'd like, sit you down. I'd say, Sean, genuinely, <laughs> look at me here. No, <laughs> I don't okay, normally okay. say no, but your bones will break. But Sean, as your friend, as a no. man who knows your very brittle bones. <laughs> Yeah. They will snap. The oh, would okay. Say I have to do one of them, or you die. Which yeah. do you want me to do? Skiing or snowboarding? Skiing. Skiing, you think? Yes, because I want to go snowboarding. Yeah, you are not cool enough to snowboard. I'm I am sorry. definitely cool enough. There's for no way you're cool enough to snowboard. I'll what are be you talking doing about? fucking tricks. I'll be grand. <laughs> In your head, you go down the hill and you go up and you start doing like the 360 spins oh, and land yeah, yeah, perfectly. Yeah. I'm doing a perfect triple front flip. Like, oh, fine. <laughs> yeah, just, I would just imagine just a big pile of snow and then a board and legs attached to it sticking out of it. And just like, yeah, <laughs> that was three hours ago. <laughs> he hasn't moved. Hey, it's me. Bet you're wondering how I got here. <laughs> Uh, Sean, we're going to have to move on to our next piece of news and I'm going to give you a choice. So what we have coming up next is either we have a reincarnation of an extinct animal or Bigfoot. You can see why I've lumped these in together. This is, I mean, why not both is my question. I I Um, mean, we can do both. Which would you like to do first? I think... Let's go extinct animal. You're going extinct animal. Okay. Yeah, um, because Bigfoot is a is fake, first of all. And extinct what? animals are were real once at least. I don't know, man. I don't know if that science hell holds up, but I'll, I'll So we talked a few speaking of science, Sean, because we talked oh. a few months ago about them possibly bringing back the woolly mammoth. Okay? Yeah. And which was 
to solve climate change or something? The, was the biotech company Colossus <laughs> is actively working to reincarnate the woolly mammoth. <laughs> okay. Why, like, to stomp down ice or something like that. Yeah. That's um, the most efficient way of doing it. Now, look, I'm thinking, okay, why did we just stop a woolly mammoth? Like, if they can do the woolly mammoth, why not go elsewhere? Why not go around the world? And that's where we come in today, right. Sean. Because Colossus have had their next big idea, and the CIA is funding the mission to reincarnate the dodo bird. <laughs> See, I, uh, oh, I, uh, I hate it. Okay, okay. On the chart, mm. I hate it less than the woolly mammoth thing, mm. but I still hate it. All right. Okay. Uh, so I was one, hoping for more, but go on. No, no, no. I, what? Actually, no, because the more I think, <laughs> hang on. So the dodo bird, the dodo, famously the example everyone knows as the extinct one. Because it didn't adapt. The, it didn't adapt. What the dead as a dodo being a, mm-hmm. a, a, a famous term. So one, we bring back the dodo, we lose that term, uh, yeah. or it takes on a new meaning. And second, <laughs> you're dead as a it, dodo, but unless Colossus bring you back, and yeah, and like how many, what, how much energy and time and effort needs to be diverted to bringing back a creature and then keeping it alive mm. as well? Because like mm. you say, they're just shit birds as well. <laughs> I suppose the question always comes up whenever we cover any of these stories is why bring back the dodo? Why not solve maybe some of the problems we currently have? Yeah. What if we devoted all of the time and energy that you put into bringing back the fucking dodo and we just solved literally any solved climate change or hunger or any of the animals that are going extinct? Stop There's that actually happening. a few that are still alive. <laughs> yeah. Be- there's a couple of animals left, so if we can hang on to them, maybe we can refocus later. So the process of bringing the dodo back includes genome understanding, tissue cultures, and interspecies surrogacy, Sean. So here's how it's going to work, right? You're going to take the dodo's closest living relative, the Nicobar pigeon. Of course, you do that, but I'm saying that for the for the peasants. Um, I'm going to judge this pigeon on face value, by the way, just, just in terms nothing of else. how good I think it is. Oh, it's actually, that's a pretty fucking good looking bird, Connor. <laughs> I'm going to say, I'm going to pop a picture into the Google Meet chat because I think you need to see this. Paste that. This better be one fucking handsome bird. Imagine, oh, Connor, it's the handsomest bird you've ever Ooh. seen. Oh, that's a handsome bird. It's a good looking bird. Oh, Lance, he's a bit of a dark stallion, so he is. Isn't he? He's mysterious yet colourful. I like him. He's kind of like if Harry Styles was sad. A little bit. I I, I see what you mean. I see. Also, conversely, if Sam Smith was happy. (laughs) (laughs) Very good. (laughs) We're right in the pulse of what's big. Grammys um, and such. Oh, Nico Bar Pigeon, look it up, listeners. He's really, oh, really like good. If you're looking for even maybe 10 seconds of uh, dopamine, just look that up, lads. You're, you're going to live life to the fullest. It's like a parrot had sex with a pigeon and then it was raised in like the Upper East Side of New York. <laughs> it's really good. And there's a movie in this. <laughs> 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 like it's, it grows up on the wrong end of town, but it's really colourful. Like and it wants to make it big in Hollywood. Yeah, yeah. 
yeah. and it starts dyeing its feathers black going through like a goth face yeah but you gotta and be then, you like you're in a, you gotta be different if you're you different gotta be who you are inside yeah, yeah, you gotta box man. the top really um, that's I, I think we should have more of these less dodos yeah What's this going to do to the dodos? Like, why are you wasting this bird on a fucking dodo? <laughs> so the dodo bird is a symbol of man-made extinction. A glaring example of the price of carelessness. It is our intention to partner with, this go- with the government to establish a foundation for the de-extinction and rewilding of the beloved bird that we all dearly miss. <laughs> I don't, look, I don't miss it. Look, we fucked up. That's yeah. fine. Yeah, but we we said my bad, and we all moved on, and we learned we learned to not do it again, and we've done mm. it a few times since. I have killed so little dodos in my life, like literally none. Yeah, that's just, yeah, not my fault. Uh, <laughs> but like, what? The, the, it's also the CIA being involved in this. Should they be allowed to be involved in that? What do the CIA have to gain from more dodos is the big question. What are they hiding from us, Sean? It's like, I I mean, it's got to be like that. Look, studies would say or, you know, Reddit would say that it's some big conspiracy and they want to bring back certain dangerous animals and release them and kill people. Mm. However, I think it's for tax reasons that they just (laughs) want to write off a bajillion dollars. They're going to put the, went missing. the taxes on the dodo. The dodo's name is on the tax company. The thing about it is, though, once you have a renewable supply of dodos, hmm. what if it's delicious? Well, here's the thing, right? So dodos apparently are unable to ward off any other creatures. They're unable to ward off black rats, wild pigs, and any of the other things that ate them back in the 1600s. And then they also can't really procreate because they only lay one egg a year. So that is why they died out. So yeah, they just didn't... So yeah, humans didn't help, definitely. But... Like, the dodo wasn't... It was on the way out anyway, you know. Like, it was a flightless bird, three feet tall, could be killed by rats, and basically is unable to fight in any way or lay any eggs in any way. Yeah, like one egg. So your survival chance in the wild or with humans around you, pretty fucking low. Mm, mm. So maybe Uh, we should bring back... What's another animal we can bring back? Because what are extinct... I'm just gonna yeah dinosaurs animals. obviously yeah. you bring a park no. of some sort then you have security maybe be lax maybe on a bank holiday and suddenly you're in for some fun that's what I heard top, top ten extinct animals what a fucking tier list this is so <laughs> these are all the biggest losers in nature <laughs> the West African black rhinoceros oh, oh yeah oh, they didn't really good. do anything it wasn't really their fault we'll be honest. No, no, no. The the Baiji white dolphin. Uh, we love a dolphin. In I Ireland. have a, I have an idea. We yeah. bring back the rhino and the dolphin. Then we give them machine guns, maybe equip them in some sort of form of weaponry, and then allow them to hunt the people that were hunting them in the first place. Fair, you know what? Pretty mm-hmm. good. And on a similar vein, could I give you the number one best extinct animal? Go for it. The saber-toothed tiger. Fuck Connor. off, is that... No way! Yeah, that's an extinct <gasps> one. Bastards! I'd say give him another shot. Give him I, another shot. I'd say bring him back and allow and do a Hunger Games-style thing where all the hunters are in there and the saber-toothed tiger, tigers, no weapons, fight to the death. 
Yeah, flatland, just open field, leave them running. And then we're allowed one Power Ranger in there because obviously they are they are the power of the saber tooth tiger. So you got to have that. So at what point can we bring a human back? You know, I get like I get you can probably do its memories and shit, but could you make a human that looks exactly like you and? Have them can't they do like clo- like uh, not clothing but like gene splicing like DNA splicing? So yeah, like, they can mess with your baby before it's born. Like, so like you can it. have like the like the most perfect replica of a child you already have if you wanted. I guess if you, like yeah, if you just want twins but they're born ten years apart, like that that'd kind be of fucked. Shit. <laughs> that'd be twisted. I would hate that. But like, but is there not the, the, uh, once you get to that point? Do you not acknowledge that it's all a bit dystopian? Mm. Like you get the designer baby, and sh- I know that's like a, a conversation, but you get no. The let's get into baby. dystopias. <laughs> yeah, I mean we're fucking in one. Yeah, we're like, in honestly, that. you're in one. You're in one. <laughs> Bring me back to the 1780s. I would have done great. You wouldn't have. <laughs> I would have been fine. Do you know how many peg legs I'd have by now? <laughs> Surely the answer is two. It can no, only got- be two. Nah, I've got a couple of spares for when ah, I go dance. just in case. Good thinking. You would be the first dead by cannon. You'd be literally walking along, cleaning the fucking ship as a pirate, and the cannon from another ship would hit you. No, look, Connor, I'm just proud you think I got on the ship, to be quite honest. I think you snuck on, and you're sneaking out, and then you're like, this is my big moment, and then you get immediately, I don't know, you slip on some wet... Because there's a lot of water normally on boat, Sean. I think you slip and you fall in and then you realise I have two peg legs and I forgot to put them in and I can no longer swim. No, what I would do is I would start as the cook uh, and then I would eventually work my way up to be the lad who looks after the ropes. That's, I think, where I'd land in terms of piracy. (laughs) Fucking he's right. (laughs) <laughs> Every ship needs a cook, Connor. That's and true. They're, they're going to be protected, you know. Uh, no but you're also the die. first in the fire light if they don't like the food. Who who else is going to fucking cook it, lads? It's a fucking Blackbeard. He's an absolute maniac with you a walk. Blackbeard is able to cook food. Blackbeard is walking up a stir fry all day, every day, lad. You think Edward Teach is able to cook? Bootstrap Bill. <laughs> he's cooking away lads him and Fajitas no they're too busy Connor. they have manifests and things to ah, be right ah yeah no you're right they're too busy being heroes yeah being yeah, yeah but I'm some sort of the, crime lord but um, among the men I'm yeah. the hero Connor, because I'm feeding them every night immediately stabbed <laughs> immediately <laughs> I say men, gather around the table. <laughs> gather around, boys. <laughs> Come in. Um, please would be nice. <laughs> this guy with like an eye patch and no teeth. Uh, please would be nice, Alex. No, thank you very much. Um, so, Sean, we're going to move on to our next piece of news. And I did promise that we would do Bigfoot as well. Um, yes. And so I have... <clears throat> Bigfoot Hunter... Thought his ears would pop as he was tracked and messed with by mysterious force while tracking Bigfoot. Messed with? <clears throat> yeah. Mysterious force. What is... Describe what happened to this man, because it sounds like he got a bit too high up and his ears started popping. So look, 
we all know Bigfoot completely real, Sean. Um, lots of images and videos. They've shown Each the creature in perfect the HD. What? The perfect <laughs> HD over the years. And Eric James is one person who has contributed plenty of evidence of his own. Um, they also link to his TikTok page, but I will not link to that because he's clearly talking shit. But <laughs> the latest encounter in a forest in eastern Washington state, um, the dedicated Sasquatch re- researcher is convinced that Bigfoot is real. Finally, after all those videos and pictures I took and said did, this is the one that made me think he was real. I mean, it was bound to happen eventually, wasn't it? Mm. So, speaking to the news, Eric said he and his brother Todd and their friend Bear Bear, there's your first hit. There's there's your first hit. He shouldn't be in the first. He's infiltrated your ranks, quite Mm. honestly. (laughs) Second name, Yogi. (laughs) <laughs> when, when they ventured out into the woods with a backpack full of apples to give to the to the creature, they went apples. To, uh, is he an apple man? Is he, is he an you apple think man? Bigfoot eats apples. I'm sure he doesn't mind them, but like, no. And whose prefer- first choice is an apple as like a proper meal? I used to love apples, but I've gone off them because of they're too crunchy. You know, <laughs> I like. Do you know what I like now is a pear. I fucking love a pair. Not a hope you survive it with the pirates. <laughs> Boys. Okay, sorry, who's this, avoiding scurvy, lads? This apple is a bit the tough <laughs> for me. <laughs> is that, all the lads just like getting ready for war. You're like, is, is this apple too tough for anyone else? <laughs> I'm feeling I'm a slicing bit slicing it with my knife, just like eating it by the slice. Um, so however things took a dark turn as they continued on their trek as they moved I could feel the energy of the place Sean the forest I didn't Mm. feel right didn't feel like it has before Um, Ah, that pesky energy (laughs) Eric continued the best way I can describe it is like your ears feel like they're gonna pop but they don't and there is a ringing in my ears that goes away when the energy is done shifting if that makes sense Sean does it make sense it sounds like words. It's definitely it's words. A, no, genuinely, it sounds like either an altitude thing, like they have altitude sickness or some shit, or some kind of I don't know where they was there tinnitus. a mushroom nearby that was you just might have, you might have tinnitus. Uh, that's just that's you might the have tinnitus. Yeah. Also, uh, carbon monoxide poisoning could also be possible. <laughs> Outside, they could have lit a fire in their tent in nature. <laughs> Yeah, there's a rake of carbon monoxide in nature. <laughs> there's so many deaths from carbon monoxide outside in a forest. It, look, I, all I'm saying is it's possible, you know. Trees are known to give off nothing but carbon monoxide. Everyone knows no, no, that. Yeah, but there's a rake of poisonous shit in the forest that they could have just, you know, been affected by, Connor. The old carbon monoxide rat. <laughs> oh, no. <laughs> Um, so also I can feel like there is a weight on your chest and you can feel it in your body he said that might also be just a little touch of asthma um, mm. though the area in question is what he frequents on his quest to find Bigfoot Eric chooses to keep it stum in order to protect whatever it is he believes lurks there um, he continued as I walked down the short rocky hill to where the ground flattened out I heard my brother Todd hit the ground behind me. I turned to see him grimacing in pain, lying eight to ten feet from the top of the hill. Um, he didn't roll, so he just made a, a tut. 
Dev altitude sickness. That's what's happening. I heard what sounded like laughter as I approached him. But my first initial thought was I had imagined it. But after Todd got back up, all three of them claimed they heard the laughing again from the trail to their right. But when they looked, Sean, there was nothing there. What does it mean? What does it mean? What do we know? What if what if they were being stalked by a hyena, perhaps? <laughs> they, they do a laughing noise. They continued to discuss what had just gone down, with Todd saying he felt like he'd been pushed. Um, when Eric returned to the same spot a few weeks later, he, could say, he said he could feel the presence of something behind him, Sean. <laughs> but we get closer have... every day to Bigfoot's <sighs> finding. It's all here. There's no evidence, though. There's zero evidence in any of this. This is just a load of lads talking about something. Yeah, but he's a Bigfoot hunter. What are you talking about? That's not a qualification. Yeah, it's anecdotes. Anecdotes and hearsay. That's perfect evidence I need. That's how how legends are born. (laughs) You're in one. It's how lads sit around a fire talking shite and then it grows legs. As I made my approach, I felt a shift, like I described earlier on, with my ears, feeling like they were going to pop and rig. It just felt like it had before the last time we came. I just stood there by the fire pit. I felt nervous and exposed. I could still feel the presence of something to the right and rear of me. Um, I turned to look again, and when I turned back to look the other way, I saw movement two feet away from me. In a the movement... Look like a fog or mist. It's very what hard to the describe. Fuck? <laughs> what the what no. What? I don't it the movement looked like a fog or mist. Yeah. Like you Galactus want to justify that statement. The, the the Fantastic Four two thousand and five film, it looked like Galactus from that movie. But it was movement. Could it not just have been fog or mist then? Ah, but no, it was Bigfoot's forest. That's the amount of times he's seen him there, which are zero, but he has seen them there on his head. What control does Bigfoot have over fog slash mist? (laughs) If he learns to control that, we're fucked. (laughs) If he becomes a fucking weathermancer, then Bigfoot is unstoppable, quite frankly. (laughs) We call him Big Wind, and he'll be fucking laughing. Big Wind. (laughs) Big Wind. Oh, For man. sake! I don't know. Sean, what do we know about this? Is this? I mean, I have what one. What do you mean? What do we know about this? What are you this? talking about? This is obviously logical. What am I meant to do with this, Connor? Sean, I'm after giving you evidence. The last years after popping, and he felt a bit of a no. weird presence, and his brother fell down. A few lads had yeah. ears ringing, at going up a hill, maybe tonight is walking in the woods, hmm. passed out a little bit, and then yeah. saw some fog. What, what, where in that story does Bigfoot come into it? Well, he's a Bigfoot hunter, so that there's I, all the Connor, evidence you need. If I'm a fucking Formula One driver and I go up in a plane and I see a pilot, that doesn't mean I'm flying a plane as well. <laughs> but, Sean, he, he hunts Bigfoot. I think he knows what's going on. And obviously, like, there's another, another thing of he's seen this fuck. 
and the smoke. And everyone knows Bigfoot, wherever he travels, it's like the phantasm from Batman Mask of the Phantasm, the 1992 animated movie, in which There's the phantasm walks and he's surrounded by f- fog at all times. Um, yeah, but... But but the, but but the phantasm moves there, not the fog. You oh, know, he's right. Yeah, or they right. this lad's saying the fog moved. Are you saying he might be lying? I no, I'm saying he's fucking delusional, Connor. <laughs> <laughs> so okay, you'd last obviously on a pirate ship, as we've discussed. Sean, yeah. how long you last in these woods? In the woods, like with supplies, or just like on my own? No, like you have supplies, but there are, there is fog and there is Bigfoot in the fog somehow. I'll do a weekend, like, and then I'll go home probably. <laughs> what if you fall over though? I'll pick myself up, Connor. Dust what if your myself up. Sure, sure, I'll chew a chewy sweet. You know, <laughs> I've brought chewy sweets along on the train. <laughs> Worders originals with me. I've brought a load of. I have a pocket full of Worders originals here. They all melt really, together. I really thought, you know, I, I spend all this this show trying to convince you of all the weird happenings Do in the world. Fuck. And and you never bite. You never you never buy into all these things that are obviously in front of you. You're just a sheeple. You don't agree with the evidence. Yeah, you've done your own I do my own research. You? Yeah, there um, we go. And I I have discovered that this is all seems fucking legit. So I mean I'll try again next week, maybe. Yeah, you might as uh, well. I'm, I might find another story that has rock solid evidence, but I don't know. I think, you know I think maybe genuinely, you have a problem. Genuinely, Connor. <laughs> genuinely, I hope you do find a story that has rock solid evidence. <laughs> I would love that, quite frankly. Yeah, yeah but I'm, it, but I already have several times. <laughs> Blurry you photos that story and about fog. When, when the guy got pushed over, and Owl Man was like, a, like haunted a town. That was mad. I do. That, that was crazy. That. You didn't, didn't believe that. That was just an owl or a man, though. No, but that was clearly the legend of Owl Man, and he stood up at the top of the church. Everyone knows that shot. People kind of heard of it. They didn't see it, but they heard of it. So that means it's true. I tell you, no, no, okay. No, <laughs> I, 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 I I'm really upset about this story. <laughs> I simply cannot. <laughs> I am simply broken. Because <laughs> I know you're anyone? playing a character right now. <laughs> <laughs> what are you talking about? This is how I always it's talk. It's all too much, Connor. It's, it's, this is how I always talk, isn't it? No. It's yeah, not. yeah, pretty much. It's how you talk in in your in like private messages and stuff. Yeah, it's definitely. True. This is the kind of stuff you spread around. I'm always sending weird videos. <laughs> Look at this. <laughs> Look what they don't want you to see. Who's they? They. <laughs> oh, man. Uh, Sean, we're finishing off with Florida Man this week as I think this is one of my... Um, it's a really small story, but it's a headline that really sums up Florida Man in every single way because I have Florida Man arrested while trying to conceal a stolen semi-truck by spray-painting a different colour like a GTA... <laughs> It's a solid move, honestly, because it instantly resets your wanted level. <laughs> if you could explain what that means to maybe people that didn't play GTA, Sean, that would be great. Right. Well, what you do is you, you, you go around causing a load of trouble and chaos. If you do that enough in the game, the police come after you. So you, mm. need, to, you need to lose the heat. Uh, so the fuzz. You pull, 
the fuzz. The fuzz are after you. So you need yeah. to pull into a car customization shop and then you spray it a different colour. And then the logic of the game is that the police, they're going to be looking for a green souped up, you know, tank. Ford Focus or tank, <laughs> why not? Uh, but if you spray paint that, you know, purple, then yeah. they're going to look a completely different car, you know? Oh, uh, sorry, we were looking for a yellow tank. That's a purple tank robing the streets of LA. That's not Sorry to waste your it. time. That's not it. Yeah, yeah, they leave you alone. Then all your stars disappear and you're free to cause more crime. Then it's straight back to the airport to get a jet. <laughs> to cause more crime. More crime. <laughs> now, unfortunately, Florida man thought that worked in real life because he was looking for a pain spray. Um, so, Renier Lazaro Perez um, were spot- was spotted behind the Days Inn in Palm Coast in Florida. They were spray painting a Peterbilt semi-tractor in the back corner of the parking lot um, and so just with cans like um, so I think so um, someone Jesus. who obviously can't mind their own business thought that someone spray painting a semi-truck in the parking lot of a hotel was suspicious Connor Sean? this isn't this isn't like this isn't like a pickup truck this is like the front of Optimus Prime kind of a truck <laughs> <laughs> what the fuck they were spray painting it they were they were going on out with cans yeah so I mean it's a ob- good looking so, truck so they do a lot of crimes then they get in behind <laughs> this motel they get a lot of spray cans and they just spray paint their own car a different colour like Exhibit used to do on Pimp My Ride do you know there's a bunch of things on TikTok about people who are on Pimp My Ride in the past just being no like, way. no, and then this is how they fucked it up. <laughs> Serious? Yeah, one dude had like a hot tub put in the back of his car. <laughs> like, this is awful. <laughs> <laughs> my favourite bit was, it was always like, I just need my car to get back to college. Like, I'm in yeah. school at the minute, my car's a bit shit. And he's like, we got you a fucking basketball court in your boot, lad. Way. <laughs> 18 PlayStation 2s. <laughs> There's TVs on the fucking under the wheels. And your man's like, well, when I'm driving, how am I going to look at it? Shut up. How under am I going we- to ensure? this where's the wiring going can i get this serviced anywhere the battery's gonna this? run out surely the battery's gonna run out yeah. really quick need this idling while i play jack and daxter for hours <laughs> so what do you think of florida man uh, his new idea um as his decision was pull over we got the spray cans they're not going to suspect the fucking semi-truck that we just committed crimes in is also the same semi-truck parked four minutes away behind this motel being spray-painted. The perfect crime. Unless they think that they can, like, spray-paint faster than the police can drive, you know? True. But, like, it's, but it's, it's worse to get it halfway done because, like, if you are looking for a stolen truck and then you see one driving down... That's halfway spray painted a different color, mm. but not spray painted very well. I feel that's that that that's an indication that it's a stolen truck. So you honestly. need a full job, is what you're saying. You need yeah, you need a yeah, full need, thorough spray. You need the full Los Santos Customs team to come in, <laughs> and, and maybe a different car. Maybe maybe, maybe get a different vehicle. Maybe stash it somewhere. Ah, uh, get a different car, drive off mm. home. Hmm. Then commit more you know? crimes. Drive to the airport, get in a jet, commit more yeah. crimes. 
find the all spark, push it into the truck, and then run away. And if you fall, it'll catch you. It will definitely catch you unless it's Optimus Prime where he will be missing for two thirds of the film and then turn up in the last third and be like, I'm here to save everyone. I should have been doing stuff earlier. And he's going to catch you, but you're like falling off a building and he's made of metal. Like, I've never understood be... that in Transformers. Like, so Optimus Prime sticks out the hand. I fall yeah. 70 feet and I basically hit a fucking metal wall when I land. Yeah. Sam Witwicky's fucking, his bones are, are jelly. Oh, 100%. Like, and like, mm. like, because uh, Optimus, I don't know if he like can brace you like that. Because it looks like Sam's, like, and look, listeners, you can't see this. This is for <laughs> Connor's benefit. But Sam is coming down like this, right? And then Optimus like swings in and grabs him. Yeah. Is what happens in So C. the force of the grab, I mean, his boards are dust. Yeah. No way. Like, you have the inertia of yourself being suddenly stopped and also a big metal fist is swinging into you me and you should do like live commentary of those movies no no this is why it wouldn't work (laughs) Sean I think that's it for this week's weird news what a week of weird news Connor would you like me to take us out yeah sure why not thank you everyone for listening to this episode of weird news Wednesday we will be back on Friday with Hero or Zero Monday with Movie Mondays and next Wednesday with another episode of weird news Wednesdays big shout outs go to our wonderful patrons Roisin the wife Palmer Joe Burney Ryan Kamatsu Dozer Enthusiast Evanson Fun Facts with Waffles out here in New Zealand has the world's only alpine parrot it's called the Kea and a flock can strip a car that's the second best bird that I've heard of on this show by the way yes uh the Nicobar Pigeon, still top tier. Uh, David Clark, Sean Chuckle in the Wash and It'll Be Grand Jameson, Dominic, Anna Irish Walrus Forever, Helm Roos, Daniel McLaughlin, No One's Ever Really Gone, Luke Hoth, Lord Smish, Michelle Brown, Michaela Doughty, Buster, Ed Ball, The Adventures of Indiana Jones and the Franchise That Just Won't Die, Connor and Lorraine had completely forgot to shorten their long nickname until catching up on the podcast recently, Russ, I'm considering moving to a mattress-based diet in an attempt to end Mr. Blobby for good, Parfit, and Jackson, Bruheim. Thank you, everyone, for your wonderful support. If you want to join those lovely people, patreon.com forward slash heroes for hire podcast. Link to that is in the description. The merch store is also linked below. That's heroes for hire.ie forward slash shop. Twitter is at heroes for hire pod. The four is the number four. Facebook is Detective Development's discussion group. Instagram is heroes for hire podcast. And the best way to ever help out the show is to tell one human being that we exist. Just the one, please. I think that's about it, Connor. I think so. So I've been Connor Lawler. I've been Sean Neal. And we shall see you all next week, guys. Bye. Bye. Want to get a chiseled look in the jawline? Sculpt and shape your jawline with added volume from Juvederm Volux XC. Juvederm Volux XC is an injectable gel specifically designed to be robust enough to improve moderate to severe loss of jawline definition. And it is the first and only hyaluronic acid filler approved for the jawline. Add volume to your jawline for a chiseled look with Juvederm Volux XC. For important safety information and to find a licensed specialist, visit Juvederm.com. That's J-U-V-E-D-E-R-M dot com. Not for people with severe allergic reactions, allergies to lidocaine, or the proteins used in Juvederm. Common side effects include injection site redness, swelling, pain, tenderness, firmness, lumps, bumps, bruising, discoloration, or itching. 
There's a risk of unintentional injection into a blood vessel, which can cause vision abnormalities, blindness, stroke, temporary scabs, or scarring. Talk to a licensed specialist to find out if it's right for you. Visit Juvederm.com. That's J-U-V-E-D-E-R-M.com. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Did you know cats tend to hide symptoms of sickness and pain? I learned this the hard way after losing my cat, Gingy. So I created Pretty Litter, a health monitoring litter that helps detect early signs of illness by changing colors, saving you money and potentially your cat's life. Pretty Litter is veterinary and developed, and it's the easiest way to keep tabs on your fur baby's health right at home. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. Hey, it's Paige DeSorbo from Giggly Squad. High quality fashion without the price tag. Say hello to Quince. I'm snagging high-end essentials like cozy cashmere sweaters, sleek leather jackets, fine jewelry, and so much more. With Quince being 50 to 80% less than similar brands. And they partner with factories that prioritize safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. I love that. Luxury quality within reach. Go to quince.com slash style to get free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. Quince.com slash style.